0: Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business You've always dreamed of. So, thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Menopause. Why did they name it after men? I wonder.
1: <laughs> men need men to take a pause. pause. Men. That's always my line. What's that? Men need to take a pause. <laughs> I
0: felt a little staticky when I said the men. <laughs> get, get, a little, get a little more balance. Maybe in the it's just
1: like here. a. A warning to the men to pause.
0: Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. or leave. Yeah. <laughs> Your life depends on it. So with, with the transition in life that uh, women sent, you know, men go through it too. Called andropause, that's what they call it. Okay? Men go through it, their version of it. And, and what happens is, is that as a woman gets into her more mature years... And for those of you watching on video, you understand I'm in a room with nothing but women, so I'm going to be very careful. With in the what middle. I say. And I'm in the middle. Um, as women mature, usually around their 50s, um, ovulation cuts down, progesterone starts to drop, and they start seeing some of these imbalances come on display. And, and some women will actually go through that for about as much as five years. I mean, I've, I've had some women that actually say they went through menopause for almost nine years which is tragic, the hot flashes, the nausea, the depression, the irritability. Um, Incontinence can be a sign of that as well. Most people don't realize that, but incontinence, and you know, it's not just a bladder problem. Uh, There's a part of that menopausal transition that's taking place, and there's other organs in the endocrine system being negatively affected by it. So insomnia, headaches, night sweats is the big one that we always hear about. You know, power surges, you know, at night. Uh, and women would love to see those things kind of go away. So those are some of the signs and symptoms and possible causes of, or some of the manifestations of menopause, I guess I should say. So. What else you got?
2: What other signs should women watch out for? You Because know, we still have, we've talked about menopause. What about um, for those that are still cycling and stuff? What other things would we know that we have a hormone imbalance?
0: Um, here's the number one thing that I see with younger women they're told that PMS is normal. PMS is not normal. PMS is common. There's a difference, okay? Here's what it's supposed to be like during a cycle for a woman. You get up, you bounce out of bed, you go to the bathroom, you go, oops, I guess it's time, right? So headaches, back bloating, irritability, right, emotional mood, mammary tissue that's tender, right? Mm -hmm. Um, These are things that are not normal. They're common. They're not normal. And so you're talking about the women, the 25, 35 range, whatever, you know, that's going through this. Maybe they've never, and then modern medicine's approach is, well, let's just get you on birth control. Let's just trick your entire endocrine system into thinking you're pregnant all the time. Boy, that's got to be healthy, Right? to artificially induce missing cycles and things like that. So um, there's a lot of things that can be done for that, that's natural, that's non-invasive, no side effects, okay? But um, PMS is not normal. It's very common. And I will tell women going through this that it takes about 90 days to really balance that out. So when you get with April and she checks this, Mm And figures out okay, so you need to get your B vitamins up, and you got you need some omega six. So we're gonna get you because you got a lot of inflammation and pain. So maybe some uh, you know uh, black currant seed oil in the maybe. mix with some female plus, right?
1: Female plus and now has uh, support for pain and inflammation as well since the formula has been upgraded. Right. Yeah, and changed.
0: Kind of amazing. You <laughs> yeah. like it? That's good stuff. It huh? ranks
1: up there with coffee for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is an essential.
1: very
2: much well and even where you're saying 90 days i mean like um it was two years i remember i've been with you for two years and then i had a period Mm. and i it was the wake up right go to the bathroom and go oh it started and i was like there was no clue like there was no there was no breast tenderness there was no cramping there was no irritability and then after that i was like this is
0: what this is what it's supposed to be like
2: wow this is awesome
0: (laughs) you know the thing is when you're doing herbal hormone replacement therapy um, make certain that you um, make certain that you do it for a minimum of 90 days block out a 90 day window of time and take the support every day okay Okay, take the support every day now there's times when that support goes up and down yes the needs will shift Yes. yes Most women, not all, but most women are going to need a, a couple of droppers full two to three times a day away from their normal cycle, oh, okay. okay? With, they might need three droppers full as much as three and four times a day, but very short periods of time. That's the beautiful thing about herbs and herbal therapies, is that you can actually ramp it up mm-hmm. three to five days, drop it back down. Mm-hmm. Right? Love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you can do it thing, safely.
1: Yeah. One thing I've also noticed just personally is that, you know, when, when I first started this process, I had a very high dose, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. A female balance for three female by three. class. Yeah. I would have to take like Was. nine a day. Yep. Right. And, um, and then I got to the point where away from my cycle, I could go down to like one a day. And so Or like every huge, other day. Or every, or every other, other day, day I take one. Yep. And then um and then I'll take it up a little bit during my cycle. And so I always like to share that with people so that if they're just getting started and they're like me where it's like nine a day. It wow. Is, it is overwhelming when you right. first start. It's over- like, wait a second, that's a lot. <laughs> That seems like way too much, yes, yeah. but then as things stable, you know, get stable mm-hmm. and you get a few months into it, especially if following, I know we're going to talk about diet and lifestyle mm-hmm. as well, because that plays a role, mm-hmm. um, but then it gets to a point where, yes, it comes down and one a day is, Which or is I do nice. one every other day now, yeah. is kind of where I'm at. Um, yeah, it's huge difference from nine a day. So. I, I just wish
2: it, I would have known about that when I was a teenager, because my
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: So yeah. yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what's your age currently? I'm 39. Okay, so you grew up in an, a generation of a lot of fast food, a lot of processed foods, yeah. like it was everywhere. Like yeah. Yeah. I grew we up. Lunches. We'd go to Subway or McDonald's. Quick.
1: Yeah. yeah. I always joke that we were like the GMO 100%. generation. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. <laughs> yes. It's so true. Yeah. And um, what happens is we're dealing with food like substances. We're not dealing with real food, it's just a food-like substance. It's filling, Mm -hmm. has some nice taste, stimulates a few things in the process of digestion, but at Mm -hmm. the end of the day, it really doesn't position the body to restore, rebuild, and repair, or remain nourished and to avoid stress. And so because of the way we're amazingly created, right, we can subject ourselves to that kind of abuse for several years, usually, before it really starts to catch up to us, okay? So, uh, yeah.
1: And Then you add on, I know we touched on birth control, um, but if um, a woman has taken birth control for an extended period of time, even though they go off of it, that that can still impact um, their their overall health and their hormonal health Mm -hmm. um, years beyond that, right? Yeah. Oh, Um, there's
0: a lot of um, uh, the anemias, the brain fog issues that can be developed, (coughs) stamina issues that can be developed from that are... um, you know, long-lasting decades actually mm-hmm. so so it's again it's a unfortunately in many cases a permanent solution to a short-term problem if we could use a different approach right, we get the better results as you know so yeah so
2: we went offline so okay. sorry guys we're back um, we're back <laughs> you know me we always have a technical issue it's
0: all right. <laughs> life is good you just roll with it
1: yeah Okay. What about men? Yeah. Signs and symptoms What for about men? we don't because, have hormones. We because, don't have emotions. Yes, we don't, I know this stuff. is this is often said like, well, men, you know, I think I sort of have a joke that they have you all have cycles too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and um and yep. and there are ways that we can maybe be alerted if the the men we love in our life are maybe a little off kilter with hormones. Can you give us some insight there?
0: Yeah, there's uh you know, men are kind of, um, by historical genetic influence, uh, they're, they're supposed to be like the conquerors and the go out and take charge and things of that nature, and, and sometimes when they're going through those periods of time, uh, the only thing they want to take charge of is the couch, right? They don't really want to, they get a little and and they don't seem very motivated. Um, they 'll get irritable, obviously um, a libido is also one of the things that will be affected um, in those in those situations um, Unexplained weight gain right um, so those are some of the things that I know that men will go through, and uh, we live also in a day and age where testosterone levels are at an all time low for men um, mm. primarily there 's some some thoughts surrounding that in the, from the vaccine realm of things and how they've used certain cells, primarily female sources, and that's mm-hmm. what's influenced that into the future for future generations. But um, that's a topic for Travis and Catherine to discuss.
1: Yeah, and I would just add to that, we, we did a few weeks ago a show on GMOs, yeah. genetically modified Thank foods, yeah. over on the Country Doctor Nutritional Center, so yep. if you haven't watched that or listened to that, that's a really good one to tune in as well, because we touched on the hormone mm-hmm. component with GMO fo- foods, and how that's impacted our hormonal health as well.
0: Mm-hmm. And the podcast.
1: And the podcast, Total yes. Wellness Radio. Wellness Radio. Yeah,
0: for those that like to listen to the content rather than watch it,
1: Awesome.
0: All right. So, mel- melatonin was the only question you had so far. Any others pop up since we started our discussion? <coughs> I'm just gonna look and see.
2: I, ah, I can't tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what can we do? From a, should we start dietary or? Yeah, I
0: mean, yeah. the big thing is from a nut- well nutrition diet. Diet is, mm-hmm. you know, the eighty twenty rule. I mean. Uh, April's got an amazing I don't know if you've seen that chart or looked it over Mm -hmm. that is really the basics that's really one of those fundamental basics Mm -hmm. that crosses men, women, young and old, doesn't matter if you can get people to start eating about an 80% to 20% ratio on their diet 80% fruits and vegetables, salads green leafies, colors of the rainbow organic when available and affordable You know that type of thing, just make as good a choice as possible the other 20% meat and starches, um, bread sources, Um, then you're gonna start really giving the body the raw materials it needs. But, as one of our uh, doctor colleagues likes to say, that if you you live in an area where the elevation is high and you're out breathing clean, fresh air and you're not getting toxins from water and there's zero stress and all your foods are organically grown and local and, and you get nine hours of sleep every night and you get lots of exercise, And on and on and on and on. Then, maybe then, you might be in a situation where you don't need supplementation. Some of the most important supplementation, especially in the environment we live in, Cheyenne, and in this area, because there's petroleum industries in the environment, you see a lot of B-complex deficiencies. So people who have tingling in the hands or feet, mild heart palpitations, uh, no stamina or energy, right? Um, or it's it's waning, right? And they feel like, hey, I should I should be doing better than this. So we think about things like you know B complex nutrients. Uh, superfood is one of the best sources for that. But also you've got other, yeah, other process and things of that nature. So so looking at that essential fatty acids from good oils. We don't we live inland, right? So we don't have the influence of a of a sea based diet. We don't get you know we're not eating seaweed on a regular basis or fish you know, predominantly on a regular basis. We don't get a lot of those kind of things. So really paying close attention to the choices we make diet-wise, mm-hmm. getting omega-3s especially, so uh, fish oils or borage oil, flax oil, blackcurrant seed oil. Making sure we're getting good quality oils in the, in the diet every day because that's what runs the hormones. And what runs the hormones is the endocrine system. So you gotta make sure, especially the adrenals, uh, a lot of adrenal fatigue, adrenal stress. Mm-hmm. Shows up, so we think of things like you know licorice, and uh, you know different herbal formulas that will support that. Black and blue cohosh and things of that nature. That you know dong quai, right? These are very common herbal formulas and single herbs that, when combined, can really, really make a big difference in how your endocrine system can perform as a whole. So.
2: But not even just the the herbals and the foods that can support, but also the detoxification. Yes, thank you. Because yeah, if you're liver, not detoxing, you I mean, how many about, we, how many women have so we put true. on an intestinal cleanse, and they feel phenomenal? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, just that's because so they've true. detoxed out, now the endocrine system can function.
0: Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, thank Absolutely. you for bringing that up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, as Becca will always say, as you do too, cleanse and nourish. Cleanse and nurse. You have to have a balance of the two, right? Cleansing the body, positions, you know, liver, bowel. I mean, if a person's not having two or three bowel movements every day, they've got troubles. Again, kind of like PMS, it's very, you know, it's very common, but it's not normal for someone to go two or three days without a bowel movement. Some people will come in, they'll have maybe one a week. Okay. And then their mind, that's completely okay. Because I mean,
1: it's been that way for years. So they think it's just their, that's their, their version of normal.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not. It's not. Uh, it's not healthy at all, for sure. So,
1: I would say one well, one thing that I'm always really big on trying to get out there is that most health issues, hormone right related as well, is that we're usually dealing with a combination of an overload of toxicity in the body, which is mm-hmm. why cleansing is important. And uh, nutritional deficiencies. Yep. because our food isn't as nutrient dense as it once was, even if we are eating a very clean diet. And so that's where the cleanse and nourish becomes big. I would also add it on to that um, watching sugar intake.
0: Oh, Thank you. Uh,
1: because that is one of the biggest things that will just absolutely throw off um, hormones, even if you know maybe you're eat, getting your fruits and vegetables right? If you're consuming a lot of sugars, mm-hmm. that's gonna throw hormones off for
0: sure. And one of the best herbs on that is the is the red raspberry teas. Like, we'll give it to women who are in early pregnancy because it's such a liver detoxifier. Mm. So for someone that maybe can't go with a full-blown liver detox or a full-blown cleanse, or they can only use one of the formulas, you know, instead of both at the same time, but checking raspberry, drinking raspberry tea can be a red raspberry tea. Amazing for the liver. It can be
1: and good for cycles, too, yeah. Well, it, isn't it full of manganese?
0: Yeah, which is a pituitary. Nutrient, yeah, well, I remember. Which is the chief of the orchestra, so.
2: I want to say it was Dr. Reams that said if you have enough manganese, you cannot develop uh, breast cancer, cervical cancer.
0: hmm Um. Yeah.
2: Hmm. Yeah. So red raspberry name.
1: Yeah. Right red. there. I Dr. Yeah, Christopher too. That. That's kind of and um, Dr. Christopher. It's one one of his is it, It's one of his biggest things tonics. that he yeah would share with people, especially if they got sick. This has become, because of Dr. Christopher, kind of a rule in our house, is that if we get sick, um, we kind of go on a fast and mm-hmm. just drink raspberry tea yep. until you feel better. Yep. Whereas, um, you know, in our society, I think people are really big on if they don't feel well, I will just eat comfort food, right, yep. because I want to feel better. But then really that suppresses the immune system, um, the body's struggling to detoxify whatever's going on, right? Okay. And so um, we become counterproductive and don't even
0: realize it.
2: And I think red raspberry leaf tea has has really high vitamin C
1: too, right?
0: Mm -hmm. It's a huge immune booster.
2: I mean, gosh, so you can be hormonally happy (laughs) and boost your immune system. Like, it's a doofer.
0: And the other thing that goes along with sugar is like a a conjoined twin, so to speak, is uh, pasteurized uh, dairy. Mm. Stay away from milk. Do not. If you have a cow or a goat, don't insult them by destroying their food. Just milk them and drink it, or let it or bring it and make butter. Right? And your own. I mean, if you in a position where you can do that or want to do that, but um, the pasteurized uh, dairy is nothing more than pus in a jug, as far as I can tell. It's just gross. It's it's seven out of ten people that drink it on a regular basis have some form of sensitivity to it. You can always tell when they wake up in the morning with kind of sinus drainage, congestion, a lot of phlegm. That's mm-hmm. the body's way of saying you're eating something you shouldn't and more often than not, it's a dairy or a grain. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not, it's just as important to know what to avoid as it is to yes. know what to eat, yeah. So, and the
1: cows are fed hormones.
0: And the cows are fed hormones, so yeah. there you So go. you're
1: taking in that too.
0: Yep, mm-hmm. yep, what else, okay. what else we got?
2: What can we do from a supplement standpoint, which we've kind of talked about? Yeah, we've
0: hit it, but I like vitamin E. I mean, wheat germ oil in the pearls, Uh, nature's vitamin E, internally, is one of the best antioxidants and anti-inflammatories you can can possibly get, and that vitamin E really feeds the endocrine system from the standpoint of, of liver, from the standpoint of thyroid, cardiovascular health, and adrenals. The adrenals are actually responsible for the production of all the hormones. And then the liver pieces them all together and shoots them back out for the rest of the system to run on did you know that yeah so so it's kind of an amazing like there's an amazing orchestra at work here right and they have to be in tune and uh, i love vitamin e oil internally but it's got to be wheat germ oil that you take in vitamin e um, mm-hmm. that the coffer oils, you can look in labels and certain supplements and it says D-alpha tocopherol as, you know, vitamin E as something, and that's just a piece of, that's kind of like getting back to your original question, which was really good about, Mm -hmm. why a single hormone like melatonin, why is that something that's really not recommended? Well, it's because nature doesn't make singularities. They make complexes. There's always more than, there's, you know, B-complex vitamin is B-complex. There's several pieces of that that make up a B vitamin, and E is the same, so is C. Um, so, and It's not just about having the right supplements, but also the source of those supplements. We've yes. all looked at labels and said oh, uh, vitamin C as ascorbic acid. Well, ascorbic acid is to vitamin C what the eggshell is to the egg. I actually have. Oh, yeah, from the IFNH. I just saw this earlier. Here. Well, it's differ- great. we will yeah. actually show it's you an guys amazing, this. It's an amazing chart. Is, am I on it? Yes, you are. My father used that as one of his slides. When we used to have old slide projectors, the Mm. click ones, right, that you do slideshows with, that's That's one of the slides that's right off of my left shoulder here that he used to have in there to show people the difference between whole foods and isolates, pieces of the whole. Um, And ascorbic acid is not vitamin C. It can be called vitamin C because it came from vitamin C, but it is not what the body needs from a nutritional standpoint. So be careful of those sources.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, so, like, one of the things I like is we vet all of our stuff. Right. So we know what's in it. Um, you know, if you're running down to city market at Walmart, mm-hmm. chances of you getting something of high quality is pretty slim, especially when you're paying, like, $3. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Typically it's yeah. synthetic chemical compounds that are made in a lab, mm-hmm. yeah. whereas here you're, you're working with whole food yep. and herbal so it's coming from real food that the body knows how to utilize it, versus a chemical mm-hmm. compound made in a lab. the The label looks really nice when it says two hundred percent vitamin C or whatever, right? Right. But when you ingest it, the body doesn't go, I don't, I don't know what to do with that because yeah, it's a can chemical. Can identify
0: it, so it'll do whatever it can. Yeah. And there's only three things the human body does with everything that's it's exposed to: it either uses as a nutrient, uses as a nutrient, or it'll store it for use later, and it's a toxin or a nutrient, or it'll expel it because it's a toxin. So there's only, those, there's only a few things that it can do with that, and you can, get some, uh, you can get toxins stored up from thinking you're taking a normal vitamin, you know, one a yeah. day, geritol, or whatever they call it, or the, you know, the...
2: Cent- cent- centrum? Centrum, yeah, Centrum <laughs> Silver.
0: Centrum <laughs> Silver, yeah. Those things hardly even break down they'll actually pass right on through. You hardly ever get anything from Kenwood. Well good then that so. these
1: people are paying to not be toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I used to I used to have people pull out if they had like big multivitamins they would take every day, yeah. I'd pull them I'd say, oh, "Okay, great. Let's do something really fun while we're going through your visit." is um, let's, let's drop that in a little glass of water, and let's just time and see how long it takes how to break down. Do.
0: Yeah, how it might. Yeah,
1: because if it sits there for an hour and it hasn't barely broken down, mm-hmm. do you think your body's u- utilizing that at all? Yeah. Um,
0: That's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah.
1: Okay. Also, we have Country Doctor Herbals. Yep. yep. Female. Female balance, female plus. That's why testing, I think, is important so that you can kind of evaluate, right? Which is gonna be the best fit for them. Um, Endocrine. Endocrine, yes. Mm -hmm. Wild yam. For the guys, we do have uh, male.
0: And prostate?
1: Yeah, so those are formulas we want to mention too. Piguium
0: and ashwagandha and all those things that get the buzzwords out there, but these are all put together in formulations. Mm-hmm.
2: But also when when you're looking online and you're you're like looking at um what what herbs can I take, things like that, one of the things that I like is, you know, they'll tell you like Don Kwai or, you know, black cohosh mm-hmm. yeah. or something, but sometimes when you can get a synergistic blend, it's yep. better. Yeah. well because then you're getting all the different pieces from all the different herbs mm-hmm. and getting like this overall thing rather than trying to create your own mm-hmm.
0: wild yam extract for natural occurring yeah. progesterone men and women should use, could be taking wild yam you can take wild yam with endocrine on a man or you can take wild yam with male for a man too if they need a little extra you know, boost in terms of that youthful element or that youthful, youthful herb that's what progesterone's for Dick Versandell proved it. It's the right. happy
1: hormone. It is the happy, the happy hormone. happy hormone. The happy hormone. Well, and I always like to share with people too, lifestyle really mm, impacts huge. this and stress management. So whenever I'm discussing, right, hormonal health with somebody that's like, I have just had this ongoing challenge with this, right? I'm like, how's your stress management routine? What are you doing every day for you, right? We talked about this the other the other night. And they're like, oh, you know, I'm really not. I said, well, let's try that with this, right? We love our supplements. And, of course, diet's got to be in line. But then if that stress management is a big piece, too. um, And there is a book. I wish I could. I'm so bad at remembering the titles of books when I reference things. But um, there's a woman that wrote a book about women's hormone health and emotions and and some of the connections that are there. And so we sort of have this, like, Um, shedding. When we go through our cycle, Mm. um, we shed uh, emotionally kind of whatever has happened since the last cycle, so to speak, which is part of the reason that we might become more emotional during that time. And one of the things she shared in that book is that the more stressed, like the more stressed out we got during that cycle, the more that cycle, right time of the month that we go through is more challenging for us because we're shedding more from whatever emotions we dealt with in those last 30 days. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was kind of fascinating too of if we're internalizing things from a stress standpoint, yep. that is only going to make our cycle that much more kind of challenging for us. So that's a piece that's important to manage um, with diet, with supplement, mm-hmm. right? It's all kind of, they're all pieces of the puzzle.
0: Yeah, movement.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I have a really good one that actually just popped in my head. And you know, one hormone that we really haven't spoken about tonight, but which is huge in our in our world right now is insulin. Oh. And how if that's off, how all the other hormones are off. That's true. You
0: know, and that's again the, the, the 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 catalyst for that happening is diet, right? But one of the things I would encourage everybody who's watching here and is here tonight do for, you know, at least twice a year minimum, is that nutmeg flush. Christopher proved that if you take a third of a teaspoon of nutmeg every morning in a glass, three-quarter glass of warm water, drink it down five mornings in a row consecutively, that you will completely purge and cleanse the pancreas, specifically. With nutmeg. It is an amazing, and I've had people, you always can tell somebody who might have a pancreas issue. Can you turn and face these ladies a little bit? If they get pain, if they're complaining about pain right there, off of the scapula on this side, right in there, if it's this side, it's liver, and this side is always pancreas. Always pancreas. Now, it may not only be pancreas, but it is always pancreas. And we're seeing it happen more and more and more, and pancreas is a huge part of that. Orchestra that has to be in, in you know in harmony right in balance uh, for the endocrine system to perform. So nutmeg mm-hmm. flush at home is amazing. Can
2: you repeat that recipe again?
0: Yes, one third teaspoon nutmeg in a glass a three quarter full of warm water, and you dissolve it really good. Drink it first thing in the morning five days consecutively. Can now you
1: print out the huh? we can print out the Oregon for We can print out the organ flushes for you too. Yeah, it's a handout we yeah. have. It's a handout. Okay. Well, I have I have
2: the quick reference guide. Oh, actually. perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. perfect. Um. Yep. In a but couple. But for of warm those water. that are listening. Yep. Yes. Like, yes. If you go on my website, um, livingwithalvation.com, dot com, and you go to my downloads under clients, you'll find the quick reference guide, oh, which perfect. is okay. from Dan's company okay. that he's provided for everybody, so you can find the download. So
1: you already have it. Yeah. Awesome.
0: I would caution you with one thing, when you. Purge the pancreas like that you can create some nauseousness not always but you can so keep a small baked potato on hand if you eat a baked potato three or four bites of a baked potato it'll act like a sponge and you take that nauseousness right away Mm. yeah so nutmeg flush super good for your pancreas yeah
2: because i mean i know um like we see a lot of clients who have um, been diagnosed with sugar handling issues mm-hmm. and then the rest of their hormones are just completely completely cronous, trashed so. yeah
0: adrenals, everything and the uh, the rebalancing in some cases you can get away with this but alpha lipoic acid will resensitize you to your own insulin so we have people that you know in their 40s 50s 60s whatever they're told well you're insulin resistant we hear that term <laughs> you're insulin resistant right well what they really mean is, is that the diet has put so much strain and demand on the pancreas, it can't keep up with the demands of the insulin production to get the sugar out of the blood into the cell for energy, okay? And so alpha-lipoic acid resensitizes the cells to its own insulin again, which is really quite fascinating. It takes about six, eight weeks of consistency, and the right diet has to be adhered to, okay? Not perfectly, but consistently. But we've seen it time and time again where a person come in and they're... They're not responding to some of the things they've been trying to do for their, for their diabetes, type 2 diabetes, right? And uh, the nice thing is you can do a couple of nutmeg flushes back-to-back, get them on herbal pancreas formula, get them on the right diet and some alpha-lipoic acid, and you can actually begin the process of their body's ability to use its own, its own insulin again, its own hormone. So. Quite fascinating. Yeah. It's amazing what these bodies can do if you just take them out for a spin. It is. I was just gonna say
1: we should also just share Jan. Is it Jan Mason? Yeah. Did an interview oh, on Total Wellness, Total Wellness Radio, Radio was a while on the ago. Podcast. Um, but that's a really fascinating discussion She's where so cool. she got herself off of insulin.
0: Her she was on three medications. She was a little over fifty pounds overweight. She and her A one C was over nine. And that's a marker, that's a very serious marker that you can kind of hang your hat on to be relevant in terms of, you know, they're not responding at all. They're they're a type 2 diabetic full-blown. She told her prescribing physician that I'm just sick, that I don't want to feel this way anymore, this is not helping me, I'm going to do something about it, I'm going to change my diet and lifestyle and I'm going to get well. And they basically said, good luck, Jan. <laughs> she did it, spent a whole year, she changed her diet, she got her A1C down to below 56 Completely med-free, lost the 50 pounds, and just, you know, is just doing wonderful. Here's what she said, which was a fascinating part of the interview. I've never forgotten this. She said, I will always be a diabetic. Now, that's interesting, because there was no physical symptoms that she was still a diabetic. And what she meant by that, I asked her to explain, and it would hit me like a ton of bricks. It was just mm-hmm. a fascinating interview with this lady. She says, because I, if I go back and do those things that made me a diabetic, I will be a diabetic again. So she can keep it under control, because she's now doing the right habits. But she said, once a diabetic, always a diabetic. So I don't have any physical symptoms of it anymore, because I know mm-hmm. how to not recreate it in my body. And that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the most, for me, the most empowering takeaways is to have other people plug into that information and change those habits, mm-hmm. become empowered, and they can, and then experience it for themselves. Again, taking these bodies out for a real spin, see what they can do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she also shared in that interview um, that she, when she got off of the insulin, she would continue to monitor mm-hmm. her blood sugar even yep. after that. Yep. And she would pay really close attention when she would eat things. To how did this affect my blood sugar? So I knew, so that she knew if it was safe to continue consuming that food. If it spiked her blood sugar, she would go, okay, well, I don't want to continue eating that. I'll, you know, and she would continue to monitor and then document to keep track yep. of yep. what she was spiking her blood sugar and what, you know, to really, I mean, it was just fascinating. Yeah,
0: she was very dedicated, very happy, mm-hmm. uh, thrilled with her results, and and again, just a perfect example, one of many examples of when people get empowered and can take care of themselves. We're just misinformed about what that looks like. You know, we're, we're, we're told we have a health care system in, in America. We really don't. We have a disease management system. Right. And the second you walk out of that doctor's office or that clinic or whatever, health care becomes your responsibility. And most people intuitively know that. The problem is they've never been positioned to take action on it. Right? Nobody ever goes to the hospital and then leaves there with a well thought out, personalized plan on how you're going to get healthy. <laughs> Nobody ever does, right? And so, healthcare becomes your responsibility, but we're not equipped until now.
2: Yeah. When you have people like you and you know other practitioners that are just sharing information and you know, and then you guys go home and you share it with your families and your friends, mm-hmm. and you know, that's what's going to change our healthcare. Mm-hmm.
0: We've got to get to the moms. Moms will change the kids.
2: Yep. And the husbands.
0: Maybe. We
1: try. We try. Yeah. We do our best. Yeah. You know.
0: There's only so much miracle workers can do, okay?
1: When they see us feeling good, then they're like, I maybe want to try whatever's happening over here. Yeah. But your community is very blessed to have you. Oh, it's amazing. Because you do empower and equip and educate, and that's what we need, more people doing that. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So anything
2: you guys want, like more education? Because you're so far away, right? So anything that you think of that you would love? like You're not really online, so you'd have to come in person. <laughs> I can show it to her when I'm in. <laughs> yeah. But even though you guys out there in the internet world, like whatever you guys think of. Yeah,
0: drop a comment. Let us know what we can do to... You have more, more value.
2: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, we're trying to just get information out there so you guys can go empower your families and your mm-hmm. friends and your mm-hmm. circles. And
1: when is your next class? Share that with everyone. Yeah. So
2: my intro class, which is um just like my introductory class, will be May or March. Oh, where's my calendar? March 10th <laughs> at 6:30. Um, and then I am not doing the focused in person ones. I'm doing those online. Doing them online. We are That's doing a, a Wednesday, isn't it? Sleep one, yeah. It's next Wednesday. What time? Sleep at six thirty. So we're um, Shayla Slaw from Green River from Sweetwater Wellness, and I will be doing a sleep class oh. Monday at two online. So Love we'll it. Be focusing on sleep. Um, I've got some requests for some um, focus issues, like with some brain focus issues. So we have that coming up. Um, since my phone, we had some technical issues so I can't access my phone to give you the calendar. <laughs> but I'll be posting those on, on my group, things like that. Mm-hmm. So, Excellent. And if she sends you a link, are you able to... I can send it to dad and you can give yeah. it to him. Yeah. So somebody's got... Thank you. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thanks for joining. Yeah,
0: we appreciate you.
2: Yeah. So we're trying to get as much out there. Plus, we have Total Wellness Radio... Um And they have
0: 293 posted episodes now. So
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much anything you want to know, they've got it already online for you. But yeah, any questions, any ideas, please, please, please share them. Please. Because I don't know what you guys want.
0: Results. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> to feel good, to feel enjoy good. life. Enjoy life. For me, it's energy.
0: Energy, okay. I don't know. Okay, well, let's uh,
2: I was telling her change that. I was listening to the last um, Facebook Live that you had, and you were uh-huh. talking about scars, and I was like, well, yeah, scar- big C-section scar, yep. and oh. I thought, maybe it's mm.
0: a Maybe we should just therapy scar. localize that scar and see if it's active. It's a fancy way of saying yeah. we'll just do some... Muscle testing. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we'll turn the, it on. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if the scar is turned on or not.
2: Because I know that was the first thing you told me. But It's never popped up for you, has it? I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't ever do that. I forget to put that stuff on there. Oh.
0: So. <gasps> For shame. Yes. You're the first person no. in 4,000 seasons <laughs> last year that forgot to put wheat germ well on oh, no. their scar. How dare you, Mary <laughs> Kay? <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to start talking about some people's
2: personal we're All right. So we're gonna, we're gonna yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining. Thanks for joining Thank us. You. Take
0: care, everybody. Sorry, I brought up your Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, Check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So, again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.